spring makes all things new. And the Home Depot makes all spring things possible. Start a garden, refinish a deck, use our mobile app to put over 2 million products in the palm of your hand. Some ready for pickup in as little as two hours. Oh, and if you don't have the tools you need, our tool rental department does. Download our mobile app to get started. Bring on spring with innovative help from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, the man who will star on night two, Mania one, Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing during this pandemic, as always, air quotes, Saturday <laughs> morning, sir? Roy, I'm doing good, and I'm ready to stand and deliver. Yes, it's time for us to stand and deliver this week here on Philly Cam Radio, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. For you wrestling fans out there, we are recording this before night two of the NXT stand and deliver, so we have no idea what happened. Um, but I'm sure it was a, a slobber knocker of epic proportions because um, NXT usually delivers when it comes to the, the, the takeover events. Um, but later in the show, at the end of the show, we promise we won't do it at the beginning because I know some of you guys don't like it. But at the end of the show, <laughs> we'll talk a lot about WrestleMania 37 this week or this weekend. I still cannot believe. We have seen 36 iterations of this thing. Like, yeah. I mean, like, it really is. I, I mean, I still remember that. I, I mean, like, the stories that, like, they were worried that, like, WrestleMania 1 would bankrupt the company. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah WrestleMania, WrestleMania has, over the years, over the 37 years, again, we've seen many different iterations and many different, you know, like, we like we weren't, we didn't know what to expect certain years. WrestleMania has been in multiple, you know, in, in multiple cities in the same year and all sorts of crazy kind of iterations. And last year, of course, was probably uh, one of the more memorable WrestleManias because there was no one there um, <laughs> on, the, on the two-night event. So, again, it's, it's been, a, been a wild, wild, um, I guess, 37 years, I'll, I'll say, for, for WWE's flagship event. Uh, but we will talk about and preview that um, in all of its beautiful detail later in the show. But we have some other stuff to get to. The local sports teams have plenty of stuff to talk about. Of course, the Philadelphia Eagles making a huge splash this week. We'll talk about that in the free agency market. And, of course, we'll get into some basketball as well and some some Phillies. We don't talk a lot of Phillies on this show usually. However, the Phillies having their best start in the decade, so we got to give them some love as well. So a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? You know what? Not really a shout-out, but, mm-hmm. man, I think we need to uh, say thoughts and prayers to our city, man, because it is not good right now. And yeah. it's it, it renders someone like me who's lived in the city for a long time, considered it, like, I don't know, my home. I, I mean, I say I'm from Philly, and it's not one of these like things where I'm from Millville. But, I, I mean, it, it, it kind of renders you, like, helpless. Because really, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I mean, it, 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 it's really, like, I don't know. Just just thoughts and prayers, everyone, like, that lives in Philly, that sees this. And, man, let's just, like, end this, like, violence. This is insane. Yeah, no, no. Philly's, yeah, Philly's getting a little crazy. Um, crazier than usual. Uh, uh, these days, and again, for you know, for a number of reasons, so yeah, so so you know, hopefully, that the, the powers that be can do the things that need to be done in order to kind of curb this violence because, again, it's affecting everybody. I mean, like, this is not a you know, you know, violence you know, restricted to certain neighborhoods or whatever have you, like, this is affecting everybody. This is a, a this is a this is a major this is a major you know, thing on the city, and, and you know, the mayor and the police commissioner and everybody involved kind of needs to kind of, you know, get together and kind of figure out, you know, what they need to do in order to kind of curb this violence, you know, get the illegal guns off the street, whatever have you um, to kind of figure this out. Cause again, like, you, I mean, this is, it's crazy. Like it's crazy than, than it's been in, in a while. Um, and it feels like it anyway. Yeah. Um, no, like, I, I mean, like it frankly gives me pause about moving back. Like, I, no, I, mean, I, never, I understand. Yeah. I mean, like I never thought that like, but I mean, like it feels like, and 
I, I mean, this life is just different the last 380 days or whatever. Like, right. I mean, but man, like, I, I mean, like, I always, regardless of neighborhood or what have you, I always felt some level of security. Like, I, I mean, like, regardless of what I did or, or where I went, I'd always make it home safely. Mm-hmm. And I talked to some people that live there now and they're like, I don't feel that. And I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the, that's the thing. And like you, you, you know, typically, you know, like you, 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 you know, when you're in a, you know, downtown of any major city or whatever, like you kind of feel some, some sense of security. Usually it's like, all right, you know, I can, you know, I can, you know, go home, walk home, you know, go to a restaurant, whatever, and not, and not have to worry about that. But, uh, but in Philadelphia, that's not the case. Um, again, which is, you know, which doesn't seem like, I mean, this, this seems like a relatively new thing for Philadelphia. So again, hopefully everybody can kind of, you know, put their heads together and kind of figure out, you know, what the solution is for this. Cause again, like this is, you know, we both love Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia, we'll go, we'll go to, we'll go to the war for Philadelphia every day of the week. Um, so we don't want, we, we don't want our city to be kind of, you know, to, to be seen in this light. Cause, cause again, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just a sad situation. Yeah. No. Um, and like, I mean, like I, like, and it's, it's strange now because like, I always felt like, I don't, I don't like, like community issues like this, like need a community to help. Like, mm-hmm. you, like, obviously you need like law enforcement and your, and your government officials, but man, you need like troops on the ground, like doing mm-hmm. stuff. And unfortunately with the pandemic, it kind of limits right. that. Like, yeah, that, and yeah. like, cause I always, cause I said before, like this all went down, my goal was to be like some sort of like big brother mentor. Like I, and like, I, I mean, I'd like to do that eventually at some point, but I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's not possible now. Yeah. But so like, it's like, it's a lot, it's a lot harder to kind of be, get involved. Cause again, like I've had the same thoughts, like, you know, especially during this pandemic, it's like, you know, it's like, what can I do to kind of help out just in general, just to do something. But like you said, like, you can't even do stuff. Like you yeah. can't, like I went to like I went to the website for not to kind of go off on a tangent, but I went to the website for I think it was like the food bank of like South Jersey or something like that. And they were like, we only only have a limited amount of people because we can't have people just running up in here. Like you know, yeah, like, no, we're full. I'm like, I right, well, like, all right, like I don't know what to do. Yeah, no, <laughs> like I, I I mean like that's where like I I mean like it, it's just a tough time because like I, I mean like like. You don't solve community problems without the community. Right. Like I, I, I mean, as much as like I don't know, people want to bang on the doors of the police and like the government. Man, you need residents. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like chipping in and doing whatever. So let's just make this a team effort that's better than Eagles. Amen to that. Amen to mm-hmm. that. But speaking Sorry of the Eagles, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what we're here for. Speaking of the Eagles, though, they have bolstered said team. You guys were all out there wondering, you know, if the Eagles were going to do something in free agency, whether or not they're going to make a splash. Well, you know what? They made two splashes this week. So I want everybody to kind of eat their words <laughs> and enjoy the greatness that is Jordan Howard. Welcome back, Jordan Howard. One-year deal. Philadelphia Eagles was on the practice squad at the end of last year. Actually got to run, run, run in a couple games last year. Seven uh, carries. Uh, how many years has he been in the league and, 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 and he's spending any time on the practice squad? Jordan Howard's 26, which is kind of crazy because it seems like he's been in the league for like ever. Um, well, he runs like he's been in the league forever. Well, yeah, this, this, this is true. Uh, Jordan Howard, uh, seven carries for 27 yards um, with that very brief stint with the Eagles last year. Um, you guys may know before he was with the Miami Dolphins before that, where he basically got like um, one yard per carry or whatever disgusting number it was uh, before he got here. Um, I assume, and again, assumptions are very difficult these days, but I assume he's going to be RB2. Either way, that's a disgusting RB2. RB2 um, and a half? Yeah, uh, as long as it's not Boston Scott, I guess I'm happy. But I don't know what you expect out of Jordan Howard. Like you sent me a list of bunch of a bunch of dudes who are free agents, like the Adrian Petersons and the Todd Gurleys and James Connor. Like James, James Connor is like he just finished his first rookie deal. I don't think James Connor's that bad to be honest. But um, I mean, I have no like. I, I mean, teams just like. I mean, he's not Todd Gurley. I don't think. I, I mean, I like. If you're asking me who I'd rather have, Jordan Howard or Todd Gurley for the price, because Todd Gurley ain't coming here right. for the vet minimum, because right. which is probably what you gave Howard. But I, I mean, you can't, I don't know, like throw a couple extra shekels and get Jarek McKinnon. Like, you know, I, I mean, you don't have shekels. Just, you don't have no what? shekels. You don't have shekels. <laughs> There's no shekels here. So, this, so you got to go bargain bin Jordan Howard. Just draft a guy. I got like I told you on DMs. Just draft a dude and see if he sticks. You can you can draft a guy. I'm sorry. You could draft a guy in the fourth or fifth round. 
who's probably better today than Jordan Howard. I'm sorry. Like, I think you can. Like, I don't think what it's is, that hard. This is the same team that drafted Dino Pumphrey in the fourth round. Oh, okay. You trust this team to, like, I don't know, draft, them, draft one of the most obvious – like, you could argue that running back is probably the the position that you can almost – that you're most likely to acclimate to an NFL system. It's just I, – I, I mean, like, run a screen – I, I mean, if you're running, like, I don't know, like, outside Block. zone. Yeah, but no, that, that's the only barrier is block. It's like, hit this hole, block, you know. Because, like, 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 like <laughs> even if you're a run, young running back, you don't even ha- have to catch all that much. Like, they don't throw you the ball out of the backfield a lot unless you're, like, a you know, Christian McCaffrey or whatever. Like, you don't have to be, like, super handy guy. As long as you keep your quarterback clean and hit the hole, then like you could probably you can get some run on the NFL roster. I mean, look at Corey Clement. I mean, like he, he did the, the basic stuff, and he can catch a little bit. So you, you stop. Okay, okay. There is a positive. They signing re-signing Jordan Howard means they are not bringing back Corey Clement because yeah, I don't know, know if I could have. Yeah, but it's just can't this team just move on? Like I, I mean, I still remember the Howie press conference. It was like, oh my god. We, we become too attached. And I'm like, I don't know what you're becoming attached to Jordan Howard. It's not like he was part of the glory years. Yeah, no. Like he's he, he's not the he's not part of the, the, the Garrett Blunt, uh, Jay Jai crew. Um, no, and, and what's weird, Roy, is they still haven't found a replacement for Garrett Blunt. They haven't. And, well, I mean, do you believe Jordan Howard's that guy? I, I, <laughs> I imagine the answer is no. No, which is wild. It's like you, can, you haven't, since the Super Bowl season, you mm-hmm. haven't found a replacement for – like a deep threat receiver who was okay, okay to good, Tory Smith, and an aging big running back. I mean, you would have thought that these are things you could just find in the draft, preferably undrafted free agents. Like, but these are the, these are the. Re- I mean, it's not the reason, but it's the it's one of the litany of reasons why the Eagles are shopping at the family dollar for like I don't know like running backs. I saw a tweet earlier this week that, um, and I hope it wasn't Jess, but uh, Jimmy Kemsky said the <laughs> over-under on Jason Peters coming back was August the 1st. Um, again, I hope that wasn't Jess, and hope, hopefully they're not bringing the band back together when it comes to that. <laughs> Remember um, Zach Ertz? He's, he's still He's still here. Yeah, he's still around. Can you just, if you just traded Zach Ertz for like, I don't even know, like the, a six-round pick or whatever, you would have the money to get a better running back, right? Unless you're saving yes. his money for something else. I, I don't know. Whatever. whatever. No, 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 you're okay. no, no, like, but that's their, like, wouldn't you just cut just the move court on. exactly? Right. Just move like, on. no, like, you just need to move on, like, yeah. with a lot of these guys. And I understand that you can't move on off everyone. Like, I, I mean, like, if I were the GM, I just would have said bye to everyone. Like, but, like, I, I mean, but Zach Ertz, the guy's been not happy here for almost a year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, like, he's been, like, now he's like, yo, I don't even need a contract with my next team just get me the hell out of here so i I mean just trade like just trade him for a fifth round pick there there are enough teams out there that are contenders that are willing to say here here's the 150th pick for zach hartz yeah my guess is something happens by draft weekend by the end of draft weekend i think something happens because i think the board you know the board will shake out for some teams and they'll see that, that they probably the, should have waited till draft week to do everything well that's, now, a whole, that's a whole different situation. now do you feel that they under shot their shot with well, the, let's, w- let's talk about that in a second i want to talk about the the actual uh, actual relatively good free agent move they made this week um the signing of eric wilson uh are from, you okay uh, with draft uh, like signing the all vikings. these vikings well I mean, you, you signed two Vikings guys who were pretty decent last year, so I'm, I'm okay with that. That's fine. That's I mean, look, Eric Wilson is better than the linebackers you have. So I am team, if you sign a dude better than the guys you have, then that's a good thing. And Eric Wilson not going to cost you much, $3.25 million. 122 tackles, eight passes, defense, three picks last year. Um, look, Eric Singleton – I'm sorry, Eric Singleton. Eric Wilson and Alex Singleton as your two main linebackers next Gabriel year. Javion Taylor. Well, those two dudes, and then some. Gino mix, Avery. Yeah, some mix of uh, T.J. Edwards, Davion Taylor, Sean Bradley, whatever. Hey, yeah, Jannard Avery. Um, you only need two or three. You got two. I, I'm okay with Singleton. So you got you got to figure out that between Avery and Edwards and Taylor and Bradley, give me one warm body. I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Again, is this the? Are they done? In, are they done with adding bodies? Non-draft bodies. 
or, or will they add well i have to go to over the cap I, i'm not sure where they are cap wise but i mean are they done adding a relatively pseudo important player yeah I'm, I'll, I'll go on record and say they are done adding starting caliber players so um, they won't add via free agency so they won't add a potential starting cornerback i don't i don't feel free agency yeah i At best, maybe a nickel guy. Okay, that's it. I don't think they. I just don't think they have the money. I think I really don't think they have the money to do all that stuff. I think they'd like to. And there's obviously just free. Like AJ Bouye just got signed like yesterday, well, a couple of days ago. So I mean, like there are guys out there. Like there's plenty of guys out there. Like every position, you just don't have the money. Jadavian Clowney's still unsigned. There's a lot of there. I mean, there's some good. There's some talented guys out there who are free agents. Like they're just, they just they sign money. Like it's yeah. But I think. If I had to guess and say, like, you know what, like, you might get one rotation, rotational D back because you, you need, you know, other bodies. Um, other you than need the, like the three Fords. more D backs. Yeah, but say other than the Rudy Fords that out there, yes. I, I don't think. But I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll. Get, let me say this. I don't think they'll sign a guy outside of maybe a nickel guy who starts on who starts week one. Let me. Let me okay. I'll, I'll say that. So, 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 what we're saying is because I, I'm in agreement that the. The starting cornerback for the Philadelphia Eagles will be – oh, no, true or false? Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles – one of the two starting cornerbacks for the Eagles week one will be from the draft. True. Okay. That's my thought. That's my All right. thought. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think it's going to be the guy, whether it's the first or second round guy, I don't know, or maybe third round guy, who knows. Um, but, yeah, I think I think the guy starting opposite Darius Slay on week, in week one is probably going to be somebody we see – we we learn – who becomes an Eagle at the end of the month. Okay, that's my guess. Uh, that's that's my I thought on that. Um, we will talk about the draft in a second. I do want to shout out Jim Schwartz for taking the job with the Tennessee Titans. He told the Eagles he was retiring from y'all, not retiring <laughs> from football. He was just tired of Howie, which I, I respect that. I respect. I, that. I, I mean, like on your on your on a scale of one to ten, how shocked are you that that Jim Schwartz stayed retired for like two months? Yeah, like one. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like. There's enough stuff out there that said, yo, and I don't know if that guy is having like a come to like Jesus moment to be like, maybe I need to do things differently. Maybe I, maybe I, because now you got guys like Lane Johnson having to answer questions about his relationship with the GM. It's like, this is, you shouldn't have to address questions between coaches and players regarding the general manager who really Shouldn't be involved in the day-to-day operations. Shouldn't be, but is. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have no, a situation. I, I, where, I yeah. think, Roy, like, I think people in general, like, just seeing Twitter and take it for what it is, that, sorry, I think they are just, I say draft fatigue, but they had this fatalistic attitude to be like, oh, it doesn't matter where we're drafted. We're going to we're gonna mess up these draft picks anyway. Howie Roseman needs to change that tie. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if he can do it. I mean, can he afford another bad draft? I, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the million-dollar question. I mean, like, you know, like looking at this, you know, in a vacuum, if you were if you were Howie Roseman's boss, you would have seen Howie Roseman's poor drafts from, you know, the last couple of years and said, you know what, like, we got to move on. Like, again, like, if you, were, if you were Jeffrey Lurie, again, you had no personal ties to Howie Roseman. You're just evaluating this guy. His – his his annual performance review, you might have blew him out a couple of years ago, like because yeah. again you look at his drafts and like yo this is terrible, and you look at his free agency um, halls and they're terrible. So it's like what, am I, <laughs> you know, what, like what are you doing other than cap stuff? Like I can find <laughs> yeah. a cap, I can find no, a cap he, and he's not doing that. Yeah, like I can find a cap guy. Like, I can find he's a guy just who's kicking can... the Pepsi can. Oh, sorry, Coke can down oh. the road. No, yeah. like I, I mean, like, and, and this is where I think, like, I don't know, like I I, I mean. Is this no? And to me, like I, I know it's hard to, I guess, assess a draft figure out. But if you're a betting guy, like, what are the chances that most any of these guys turn out to be decent players? Like, are you betting on Sean Bradley? No. Are you no. betting on Davion Taylor? No. 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 I mean, like at, at this draft, I mean, you. I think Jalen Rager will be fine. Uh, Who was the guy they drafted in the second round? Uh, who was the second round pick? Now I'm drawing a blank. Um, I'm just thinking of those receivers. Um, who was the second round pick? Now I'm, now I'm drawing a blank. Um, I think one of the receivers will be serviceable. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, like 
Quez, Hightower. Hightower or Watkins. I think one of those guys will be serviceable. Um, but other than that. Kayvon Wallace? Yeah. No. Well, Kayvon Wallace, he's serviceable, so I'm not going to knock him. Okay. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, like, I, I... I think we have a pretty good, like you said, like you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, evaluate a draft a year out. But I think you have a pretty decent handle. Um, oh yeah, well, we're, we're dumb. Jalen hurts. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the pick you, sh- the pick you shouldn't have made. Um, yeah. So I mean, like, you'll get like, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Obviously, he like he Jalen hurts is going to be the best player out of this draft. Is and he? You, he? He has to be. <laughs> like, he has to be right. If Jalen Hurts is better than Jalen Hurts, then you got to like reevaluate everybody. No, like I, I mean, but that's like I mean, you still have no idea whether this organization has 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 the back of the quarterback or the fullback. Well, and, and well, I guess we won't know until week twelve if Jalen Hurts is terrible. If they want to, if they want to pull a plug and go with Joe Flacco, then you'll know. Then you'll know that they don't care. That they just they just really consider him as as a a backup caliber guy. Cause again, we, I think we kind of know with the whole Zach Wilson rumors, but we don't really know, but, I, but I think we'll know at some point this year. Yeah, not, no, I, no yeah. I think like, like it's like they're putting, you know, hurts through this gauntlet. They'd be like, yeah, we're not going to add many receivers. <laughs> like, I, I mean, and like, and like, we're just going to, and like, I, I mean, he's going to have a decent, de- decent offensive line. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a, Oh, no, I, I mean, I need to see them do more running back. I, I mean, like, you need to add another running back. Like, and I don't know what the defense. Like, I can't remember another season where I had I have no idea what to expect out of any any unit. Yeah, like, and yeah, we don't know what to expect out of any unit. We don't know what to expect out of these coaches because we don't really know. It was John Gannon again? I keep forgetting his name. We don't know Nick Sirianni. We don't like at least with Doug Peterson. You had an idea. Yeah. Like, all right. Like I, like I kind of know that Doug Peterson, he's going to run, you know, the Andy Reid type of offense. Like I kind of know what to expect out of like a Doug Peterson. I have no idea what to expect out of Nick Sirianni. None. Like I don't know. Like I'm not sure what they're what they're planning have no to idea. do. Like usually by now, we have a decent gauge on who they're going to pick in the first round. I, I mean, I, I mean, it's been like that for a couple of years. I, I, I mean, like mm-hmm. we knew they were going wide receiver last year. I think they get that one. But we don't like. I mean, like, I are they going wide receiver? Or are they going cornerback? Or so are, are those the two positions that you will predict that they go for? Yeah, or, to, are, yeah, yeah. To okay. me, those are the two spots. And again, if you look at the mock drafts out there, those are the two positions that are kind of getting drafted the most. There was like I think a roundup. I think it was Jimmy Kemsky again did a roundup of the various mock drafts out there. I think six out of the 12 or five out of the 12 that he picked had had uh, J.C. Horn being the pick of 12, the cornerback um, from South Carolina. Um, I think maybe like four had Jalen Waddell. I mean, those are the, kind of like the two guys, the two guys who kind of like jumped out of most of the mock draft. I'm sorry, Devontae Smith. Um, those are the two guys that kind of jumped out of most of the mock drafts. But I think it's – I if I had to guess, I think it's probably between the four guys, J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertain, Jalen Waddell, and Devontae Smith. That's probably my guess. I would Will they think, have a choice of either one at twelve? Of of any of the four? Yes. I think one of the four will be there. Okay. I don't know which one yet, but I think one of the well, no, let me take that back. I think two of the four will be there. I think and one will I you think two be, of the four will be there. And will you be equally or sort of equally happy with any of the four? Um Again, un- un- unlike uh, my extensive and by extensive I mean twenty minute um, YouTube study of of one JC Horn, I have not done the same yet for Patrick Sertain. So I can't throw them all in the same bucket because I haven't watched enough of Patrick Sertain on the YouTube. So I can't say I'd be as happy with him as I'd be happy with the other guys. But I'd be I'd be equally as happy with the three other guys. Okay. Yeah, Waddle, Waddle, Smith, and Horn. That would be to me. Like, that's fine. Like again, I, I've already resigned myself from the. The heartbreak from Jamar Chase. I'm 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 past that. I don't want Micah Parsons at twelve. I don't. No. Want, I really don't want Rashawn Slater at twelve. So I can deal with those three dudes and probably give me a week. Probably Patrick Sertain at twelve too. Yeah. No. I my my preferred method would be either Sertain or or Horn, and mm-hmm. then in the second round get your get get your wide receiver. 
And, well, I, that. that's it. Yeah, and like because I know there's a lot of guys. There's 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 Terrence Marshall. I always say Terrence Ferguson. No, he's hopefully he's a better at, uh, pro than Terrence. Ferguson. <laughs> and, and you got Rashad Bateman. Like there there are guys that are going to be in the mix. So, but I don't. I still have no idea because in the back of my mind, you got this guy that is just fixated on one position, and he's not going to sleep. Until he, like, I don't know, exhaust every, every avenue to get one. No, you know, you're exactly right. He's the man is going to exhaust every avenue to get said position. And that position, of course, is the quarterback position. But of course, things got a little bit dicier when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL draft because the Jets have officially traded Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers sent a six round pick in this year's draft and second and fourth round picks in next year's draft to the Jets. Uh, for Sam Darnold. So we know for a fact now, not that we didn't know, but we know for a fact now that the Jets are definitely going quarterback in the draft. So the first three teams, Jacksonville, the Jets, and the San Francisco 49ers all going quarterback in the draft. Now the Falcons, we don't know what they're going to do. But again, we want quarterbacks to get taken so these other guys fall down. We want these other guys to fall down because, again, we don't trust Howie Roseman (laughs) to make the best pick available. However... If Justin Fields is there at 10, mm-hmm. do you get nervous? Here's let me let me just say this. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility of the Eagles trade back up. Now I'll, <laughs> I'll just I'll leave it at that. If Justin Fields is there at 10, because because of what? Because they have the was it the 70th pick and the 84th pick, right? I think 70, you know, on the uh, on the point scale, I think 70 gets you to get you to nine. How many 80, draft points? 80, how many? How many draft points is Jalen Hurt? Uh, well, I didn't even think about that. But I think seventy gets you to nine, and I think eighty-four plus plus your pick gets you to ten. So I think you could get back if you really wanted a guy who falls to nine to ten. I think you get back in the mix. Now, does does you know Justin Fields go to church enough for Howie Roseman? I don't know. But Zach Wilson, the BYU guy, and Carson Wentz, you know, he's a very devout Christian. So I don't know. That's that's the guy that Howie wants, but. I, I I wouldn't put it out. I wouldn't put it past the Eagles to trade back up. I really wouldn't. If, no, if, seriously, if I'm the Eagles, though, seriously, like no matter. Like, I don't know if it's you know you're going to trade back up for a quarterback, but just package 84 and, and 12 and get the 10 and get the receiver or the you know, cornerback you really want and don't wait. Yeah, like maybe I just uh, because when people talk quarterbacks, people just go crazy. Like I, I mean, they just lose that the, they're like because they stand for one guy. If I'm being honest. I'm not crazy about any of these quarterbacks not named Trevor Lawrence. Like, I, I, I mean, like it. It is for these guys. They are the most like it's the most it's the most important position in sports, but it's the most codependent. Like mm-hmm. you need so many things to work in your favor. You need talent around you. You need a coaching staff. Right. Like I, I mean, like and like I think every one of these dudes, like I, I not Trevor Lawrence. Has I would say a mile to decent flaw. I mean, Zach Wilson did it for one year. I, I, I mean, like how many of those guys have flamed out? Mm-hmm. I mean, endless. Yeah. Justin Fields. I, I, I mean, like, like he didn't like he had he played great in the big games, but he was rather inconsistent last year. Mm-hmm. And like, like cares about the 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 Ohio State history, but like he's like usually you want. And it's not like he was playing gangbusters in the Big Ten. I mean, it's a decent conference, but it's not like it's it's not world beaters. So I right. I would expect him to play better. And Trey Lance, he didn't even play last year. Yeah, Trey Lance, and and again, like and Mac and, Jones, forget about Mac Jones. He's not even on my radar. But like that's like it, it's like they're just forcing. It's like live to fight another day. <laughs> there's a lot of talent, and there's a lot of talent in the top half of the first round. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of talent, and you're right about about the quarterbacks again. And even you know, like even despite the flaws, you can have the most talented quarterback in the world, but if they go to a bad spot, then it doesn't really matter. Like yeah, if, if, you know, if you if you put a quarterback in a bad like if you put any quarterback in the situation that that Sam like Darnold was in, yes. yeah, that Sam Darnold was in for for the beginning of his career, it probably wouldn't have gone well. Um, and it didn't go well for for Sam Darnold, who's probably going to be better in a better situation. Um, in Carolina. Meanwhile, Zach Wilson's probably going to be better than than Sam Darnold was because he's got better stuff around him now. But, like, yeah. but you trust a kid who went to BYU to handle that New York media? Right. Like I, I mean, like maybe I just we just thought 
in our face for an entire year where you just saw a dude that couldn't handle the heat. Yeah. And like that really is like other than performing, which is which should be like almost all of it, but it's like being able to like handle the noise. And like I like that's what I like probably respect. Like I, I mean, Sam Darnold have talent. Yeah, he's 23 years old. It's not like he's like 30. Right. And the fact he isn't hasn't melted. Like I I mean, or lost it. I mean, like I'm I'm on the back on him. I don't know if he'll be a franchise player, but hell. Spring makes all things new. And the Home Depot makes all spring things possible. Start a garden, refinish a deck, use our mobile app to put over two million products in the palm of your hand. Some ready for pickup in as little as two hours. Oh, and if you don't have the tools you need, our tool rental department does. Download our mobile app to get started. Bring on spring with innovative help from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Want to save 17 gallons of fuel every thousand miles? You can with the powerful combination of Michelin X1 tires and the Michelin Energy Guard aerodynamic solution on your truck. Michelin X1 tires can reduce rolling resistance up to 30% for more fuel savings. And Michelin Energy Guard helps you control airflow for lower costs per mile. Go to business.michelinman.com slash fuel saver for details and start saving today. He's worth a two and a four. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, he's definitely he's definitely worth a flyer. Um, and again, it kind of goes back to your original point. Maybe English should have should have kind of waited a little bit to see how all this shook out um before making the move back. Um, because again, like maybe you know, I mean, since you clearly don't like Jalen Hurts. <laughs> maybe you would have. Maybe you would have traded the two and a four for Sam Darnold. I mean, I, who you know, who knows? Um, if they kind of, kind of, kind of move, move the needle for for Howie Roseman, uh, maybe, maybe not. But we have what three weeks? Yeah, three weeks from now until the draft. So we will see how this all shakes out. But like you said, like we we're we we're three weeks away from the draft, and it's you know six different guys, maybe seven different guys. I don't really count Penny Sewell. I don't think he's gonna fall, but it's probably six different guys the Eagles could draft the twelve. Like and again, like you would think. That you know there'd be some kind of consensus on at least a position, um, but again, when you have the team with this many holes, and then, <laughs> then who knows? And it doesn't seem um, like the teams, like the organizations, in unison. Like right. you still have like Howie and Jeff versus the scouts. Yeah. Like I, I mean, doesn't it? Wouldn't it be advantageous for your GM and your scouts to be on to be on the same page? Be on the same page, you would think. And again, like you 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 raised a good point about Justin Fields. Like I wouldn't be surprised if if the quarter if a quarterback that they really want. Is on the board, um, whether or not they'll move up to get him. Justin Fields, by the way, is having another uh, – well, he's going to be a part of the Ohio State second pro day next week. I don't know if the Eagles are supposed to be there, but I know the Niners are supposed to be there. Oh, so. my God. I hope the God – like, no offense to Justin Fields. He'll probably be a decent player, but damn it, I don't need – like, could you imagine going through another year of just quarterback, just insanity? Well, look, I mean, if Jalen Hurts doesn't, you know, work this year, then, I mean – that's what you're gonna have to look forward to in 2022. So it never ends in this. Never quarterback factory, man. Quarterback what, factory. Can you just rem- like go through what has happened to this team in like the last 350 days? Like you thought you had a dude that was not even started his extension, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, let's build around the dude. Let's get some receivers, and we ready to go. And then. The draft comes, you miss out on CD Lamb. I still remember that. That sucked. And, and, and then you're like, Jalen Rager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's we'll talk ourselves into that. And then you just see the Jalen Hurts, and you're just like, it's this parody. No, yeah. like, uh, like it. Not to not to be like I don't know like like I don't know like I don't know heat of the moment thing. This is going to be the most one of the most scrutinized decisions in the history of Philadelphia sports. Well, it, the only reason, only way it won't be is if Jalen Hurts comes out like like gangbusters this year and plays well. Because if Jalen Hurts plays well this year, then then we can kind of say, all right, then you know, in, in some strange way, you know, how we knew what he was doing, and and he probably gets a lifetime contract. No, like this is, like this is how he's get out of jail card. Right. Like if, if this hits, everyone's happy. And everyone forgets that he has stunk out loud for three mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. with everything. So I, I mean, no, it really is like it's like Windex. You literally clean off all the dirt that's all like. But 
what's the odds that that this Windex is going to work? Yeah, no, it's a lottery ticket. I mean, it's yeah. it's and it's not like you know, it's it's a, it's a long, it's long, it's a, it's a Powerball ticket. Like it's really long, <laughs> really long odds on that. But again, if he if it hits, then it hits, and you know everybody's got to say, including me, you know, like I'm sorry, I was wrong, you got it right, blah blah. Because you know, once you get a legit legit top ten, top twelve caliber quarterback in the draft, that's in half the second the round. It's that's, half the more, ba- that's half the battle. It, like in the second round, and you know how he and trying to game the system. Like he's always trying to find like an edge right. somewhere where right. it's like either what, yeah. yeah, yeah, whether it's signing a guy early to like like. To save a couple shekels on the cap, which has failed miserably the last three years, by the way. Right. No, I, I mean it's it's going to be interesting, but it's probably a segue into our net. What is more like? What lottery ticket is more likely to hit? The Jalen Hurts as a franchise quarterback, or even a semi-franchise quarterback, or a basketball player, namely Australian, learns mm-hmm. how to finish with his left hand. <laughs> that's a good that's a good point we're gonna we're gonna take a break because i want to think about that for a second on the other side we will talk about said basketball player and his team as they face a very uphill challenge in the eastern conference you're listening to the broad street line on 106.5 fm wppm lp philadelphia Welcome back. Segment number two of the show alongside Chris Domingo. I'm Roy Burton. And we'll just put it out here like this. Since the All-Star break, Ben Simmons has not been playing his best basketball. He has not been playing a level of basketball that is good enough to win playoff series, uh, plural, period, point blank. And until or if he does not play better basketball, then the Sixers will not win multiple playoff series. And that will be a problem. I don't know what you do about it in April, though. Like, you, If you have answers, please let me know. No, I mean, like, I'm not even going to address any possible reasons, like, because that's he's got some personal things going on, you know, allegedly. And you know, there's there's a whole thing, and again, we'll leave that to the side because we don't know anything. But but, has he had these, but that hasn't been going on for four years. Like, I I, I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm not willing to move the goalposts for for elite athletes. I mean, like, you're you're an elite player, you should figure it out. I've done that with Ben Timmons, where I've said, no, I need you to hit threes. No, I need you to, to like shoot corner threes. No, I need you to to like get a perimeter game. I'm like, oh no, like now I just need you to like. I'm just asking for the bare like because I'm start like he doesn't like. It's like he's like I think someone said it. he doesn't know what his body like he doesn't know what to do. What his mind doesn't is not in sync with his body, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like it really is like if he just knew how to finish on on the left side of the rim with his left hand, he would seriously have six point six extra points a game maybe. And then maybe because his free throw shooting has gone in the toilet again. Right. Like, I, I mean, I, I just keep asking, Roy, is this, is this the best image you're going to get for the rest of his career? See, I would, I would hope not. Cause like you said, like he's gotten worse as a free throw shooter. Um, and he can still get to the basket, like you said, but for some reason he makes, like you said, weird decisions. Like, it's for some like for a guy who's been a point guard, you know, air quotes for four years, he makes some terrible point guard decisions. Um, like when you're underneath the basket, you like just take the layup and don't kick it out to a Mike dude. Scott. Yeah, like don't kick it up to Mike Scott for three because I've seen that a lot. And then the the whole the, the the classic, you know, pick up your dribble, you know, or jump in the air, you know, a foul on extended and try to figure out what to do with the ball. Um, which again, Roy, like, if like if, if if every fan in America knows this, what do you think the the other team is? And and frankly, they haven't even played good defensive teams. No, like just imagine if you have to play Miami in the right. second round. And and when you're playing and when you're playing teams again who who are you know playoff rotations. I mean, again, like when you're playing teams who are going 10, 11, 12 deep. I mean, okay, we've said that. Like, well, look, we've said this before on the show. Like, you play these teams who go 10, 11, 12 deep in a, in a regular season, you can get away with a lot of this. But when in the playoffs, when you go eight or nine deep, you can't get away with this 
because teams know tendencies. They they get it. They know what you're going to do. And again, we are past. Again, we have moved said goalposts way away from that three point line. Oh, I have at least. I don't care anymore. Just make smart decisions. <laughs> like it's like this is just this basic point guard one on one stuff that I just don't get. Like he, you he, can't he, tell Roy. You cannot tell me that there is some massive mental block where Ben Simmons can't figure out how to finish on the left side of the rim. Like, being, no, like being, I, that he's I, le- being that he's left-handed. He's not left-handed. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know how many times you need to see a supposed left-handed player go a reverse, reverse on the right side of the oh, rim, yeah. finish for this. No, that is literally like because when you saw that, like that, like that circus layup, it up and under, that should have yeah. been. It should have mm. been a circus layup. It should have just been a damn layup. <laughs> no, this is like. I'm just asking for improvement there. Like, but I, I mean, obviously, like, it's all mental, or, or I don't know. Like, but if if this keeps going on, I don't think there's going to be much more of a Ben Simmons era in Philadelphia. I don't. And the thing is, and I haven't I haven't seen the last couple of games with Embiid back, but the thing is, like, he took less shots with Embiid out, which again, which is, is completely baffling to me because, you know, if NBA, the one thing NBA players love to do is to take shots. Like, you, if you say, yo, this dude who usually takes 18 shots a game ain't here today, that means more shots for everybody. You would think Ben be like, all right, I mean, I'll pull up. Nope. And, you know, like, I'll take, you know, 15 a game now instead of my 11 or 12. No, he took less shots when Embiid, when Embiid was out of the lineup, which is the weirdest thing to me. So that's why it's like, is it, it has to be mental, right? Yeah. yeah. When you have the chance to but shoot more, going, you don't. But when it's been mental for three years, I don't know what else to do. Because <sighs> – it seems like Doc is not doing the Brett Brown thing. Like he literally tried. Like I mean, like he's playing it cool. He's like, mm-hmm. like it's positive reinforcement. But at some time, you need that positive reinforcement to pay off, and it hasn't. And I like, I don't know what has triggered this, but it seems like more more fans in general are like getting tired of it because I've been tired of it for two years. I, I mean, like, I, but it seems like. The, the people that were going to bat for him are like, come on, bro. Like, I, I mean, like, because before there were there were reasonable excuses. A coach who didn't know how to utilize him. Not the right talent. Like, no. I mean, da, 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 da. you won't have those excuses anymore. You have none. No. And, and again, you know, we talk about it all the time. When you see a team like the Brooklyn Nets, you know, you know, when they're at full strength, basically just destroy teams, even not at full strength, just destroy teams. You know, you need elite level Ben Simmons in order to beat a team like that. Because again, earlier this week, we saw that the, the Nets, you know, put up 139 on the New Orleans Pelicans uh, without James Harden. Um, Kevin Durant <laughs> came back, came off the off bench. The bench. And, yeah, came off the bench, went five for five, just basically did whatever he wanted. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge had like 22 points. Um, Blake, Blake Griffin's all, all of a sudden started dunking again. So when you see a team like that, you're like, you know what? Like, it's going to be tough to beat this team, and I can't have my my suppose it. We can just debate that second best player on this, on this team. He's you know, not. shoot fifty eight percent from the line and take eleven shots a game. Like, it's not going to work. No, no. And if 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 they're playing the Bucks in the second round, they're not beating the Bucks either. Yeah, like and I, I will say this though, I, I feel better. I feel a lot better about this team going into the playoffs because the Celtics stink and they stomp out the Celtics every time they play them. Um, once again, they, they took care of business against but, the Celtics this week. But is but, this team a bona fide Eastern Conference final team? I wouldn't say today bona fide. Um, a team that's been running like pole position all year isn't still isn't a shoo-in for the conference finals. Yeah, they've because, been one, one, two in the standings all year, yeah. Because we know. Like, I, I mean, you know. I, like, I, and like, I... That's why I say, if I know a kick to somewhere ever is coming, I just want to brace myself. And I'm just bracing myself. I'm still, you can still enjoy life, but be a little cautious. And that, like, because, man, like, and and I think what's happening this round of his bad offense is he's letting his defense falter. Like, mm-hmm. before, in the beginning of the season, he was still playing elite defense. Put R.J. Barrett in jail. Oh my God, that game. Jail. Yeah, no. But now he has a lot of lapses on defense, and you can see. Like, I mean, we always say, we always say to our youngins, don't let your struggles on offense dictate what you do on defense. But I mean, the kid's only human. You right. suck on one. Like, I, I mean, but it's something like that's why. And 
are you expecting anything different from him for the rest of the season? I think that's the that's I think that's the Eastern Conference final question. That's it. Yeah, that, that's the question. I mean, the, I mean, the answer is probably no because again, we've had a we have a pretty decent body of work so far. I mean, the season. No, but like, like, will will he? Is he going to turn up in the playoffs? He's not going to be June. I think it's January twenty third to March third was his really good run. He won't be that bad, but he won't be this bad. But no, no. But I think that then doesn't guarantee you an Eastern Conference final. I, I agree. Like I think, I, I think he's going to be better Ben than this Ben, but he's not going to be, you know, like elite, like you said, the, the elite Ben, the the guy who scored forty two points in the game, Ben. I don't think we're going to want to get get that Ben because that's the Ben you need. Um, but because because Roy, how many times has this team been bailed out by Danny Green? I, right. I mean, that like, and one, you shouldn't need to be bailed out by Danny Green. And I think people are asking a whole lot of George Hill. I mean, like. Like he's George Hill. I mean, he's a nice little player, battle mm-hmm. tested. But if you're asking him to take your, to take your, like I don't know, like, like I, I don't know, bleep kicking time, like like three. I just once again, you're you're overburdening a dude who should have been burdened. Yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, George Hill. Whenever he comes back to the lineup after his broken thumb, like, yeah, he's gonna give you a good ten or fifteen minutes in the in the playoffs. You know, it's probably gonna hit you, a, you know, a couple of big shots. Like he's he's your more solid, more consistent, you know, um, your your point guard runner, second team unit runner. You know, I mean, he's not gonna give you the offense like a Shake Milton, but I mean, he's yeah. you're more consistent, solid, solid dude. But again, if you're if you're overly reliant on George Hill and Danny Green and Seth Curry, you will not make the Eastern Conference final. It's gonna be tough. I'm, I'm not gonna say you will not. I'm gonna say it'll, it'll be really tough. Because, no, like you're gonna go as far as your three best players will take you, yeah. and. And on this team, Tobias Harris should be your second best player. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be, but but is. But it sounds like you have braced yourself, you know, for the Sixers. Have you braced yourself for the Phillies, who are five and one as we record this show? Best start of a Philly season in ten years. Have you have you braced yourself, or, or, or are you on the bandwagon? You're going to ride this to the, to the series. Um, I'm going to wait and see for the next Vince Velasquez out. Like, no, I, I mean well, he's like, a reliever. He's a long reliever, man. You know, he's, like people are. People, because one, I'm not one of these people that like says, "Oh man, I've been riding with the Phillies for years," and like I don't know, like no, I need to stay in my lane and listen to the experts, like my other friend. Like I, I, I asked them, I'm like, "Why is this different?" And they're just like, "Because they got arms in the <coughs> bullpen. They don't. It's not going to be the most booty bullpen in the history of baseball." And I'm like, "Great," but I, once again. If this is a wait and see, but it looks like they're having fun. Like, but like you see, like I mean, chemistry is is a good thing, and, and mm-hmm. you see that with the Sixers the, the season. But man, chemistry is only like that's what I think. As I do the post mortem of the trade deadline, is maybe they doubled down on the chemistry too much. The Sixers, yeah. See, I don't, I don't agree. Because I think the chemistry of this team is fine. I think you can have the chemistry, but you can still no. But like, but like, do you think that like there was a deal to be had to like to like lessen the chemistry but increase the talent level? I don't. I I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like you know, if you could if you could have traded from you know from you know Kyle Lowry, maybe that would have been it. I mean, like you'd have you'd have gotten like you you'd have you'd have lost lost chemistry and you would have got better. Um, but again, you know me, like I wasn't super sold on that, on that deal, um, being the, the piece I wouldn't have just made a piece. I wouldn't have just made a deal to make a deal unless I, unless I was pretty confident that that was going to put you over the top. I mean, I'm, I'm, let me phrase it like that. No, I, no, I still, no. And I, and I probably agree. I like, I see this project as a two-year project. Mm-hmm. You like, I, I, I like for me, you gave, you are giving or giving the Simmons project, Ben Simmons, every opportunity to succeed here and i think however it goes if it doesn't go well you're gonna know yes this is not (laughs) this this partnership needs to end and simmons still has trade value around the league but i i just ask roy Mm -hmm. how many what guys are you trading for or what guys are you getting that's the thing. Like, who's like, who's available? Who's guy, who's, you're, you're not getting Zach Levine anymore. Yeah, who's a guy? Who's a guy you're going to get um, for for Ben for a Ben Simmons plus a, you know in a package? I mean, you know, maybe maybe. And again, you got to like 
sauce it up a little bit, but maybe you get an, an, a disgruntled Bradley Beal. I mean, again, I think you could still get Zach Levine if you if you package it up. He throw a couple picks and what about have... Steph? That's really like a pipe dream, but I mean, like if it's you know, no, oh, no, I don't, think, I don't I, think it's I don't think it's realistic. I really don't. I would but... say Ben and Ben and ten ones. I would make that <laughs> no, like I would say we're gonna we're gonna tell we're gonna make you say yes. We're gonna be like ten first round picks. No, eleven. Like no, like I mean that really is because I still. Because I, I know Embiid's had like an MVP caliber season, but I don't think he's still been unleashed because he still is. That's why, damn it, I wanted to see him with Harden because you don't under, realize how many easy buckets he would get. I know he's not an alley oop guy, but just the attention. There is no one on this team that that scares people. Like, honestly, Roy, I don't think another guy on this team scared teams as much as 2018 JJ Redick. I think Tobias gives you 2018 Reddick scary vibes, scary hours. I think it's that. But I mean, like you said, there's nobody, there's nobody, there's not a Jimmy Butler, nobody who draws attention like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler was not the most attention drawing dude ever, but there's nobody other than Joel Embiid who's going to like get you, make you scary like you, you would be of Jimmy Butler. Um, you're right. Um, and again, like those are the type of dudes who win titles, like those are the type of guys who win playoff series. Like, and they're few and far between. Yeah. So I, I mean, like, and it's looking like Hawaii ain't going anywhere. Like, really, you 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 need all these teams with superstars to fall off. Yeah. You need you need the Clippers to like fall on their face. And right. I don't know what other what other teams are out. What other players are out there? Le- you're not getting LeBron. You're not getting Giannis. Like, I, I mean, at some point, you're going to need to cash in this Ben Simmons chip before it has like the value of like an '84 McGuire rookie card. Right. No, you need to get it. You need to get one of those dudes again. Make make. I mean, I don't think I don't think the Warriors would do it. Although it's not impossible. But again, maybe maybe pick up the phone and call Portland. It's like, hey man, what's up? Like, make them say no. You know, make. Would you pick, trade? Would you trade a package around CJ McCollum? I'm not the biggest CJ McCollum fan, so I probably wouldn't. But I mean, again, like that, maybe that's what you need to do at some point. At some point, maybe that's the move you need to make. Um, if you can't get a guy like. Although I think you can get can get Bradley Beal at this point, but if that's not if you can't, then maybe that's because because you're right. Like, is I think, he still is he still the most realistic and preferred option? Like does he does he take you over the top? You should, because I still think they need a point guard. Yeah, they need a point they guard. St- that's, that's that's my only that's my that's why that's why I hesitated because. But really, Roy, is Ben Simmons really? A- a point guard, <laughs> but I'm saying like, all right, let's 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 just swap those two guys for each other. Are you okay with the point guard options you currently have on this team? Probably not. No. So okay, yeah. So that's, no, that's why I said I don't know. No, you need to find a package where you get a dude like that, where you get a Levine and get a Kobe one. So so Tyrese Maxey doesn't move the needle for you. No. Okay. Absolutely all right. not. Okay. All right. That's, and I I agree. I think you're right. That's why that's why I didn't want to say it puts you over the top because I still think you need a, a, a competent floor general type of guy, whoever that is. You know, just a, just somebody, just just a solid hand to run the team. You know, what's and, hilarious, Roy, is that Chris Paul trade the Phoenix Suns made looks genius, and I, people you know thought, what? I was one thousand percent wrong about that. Yeah, I was no, 1, because because if you're doing hindsight, you trade Simmons for for Chris Paul yesterday. I I was that I I have no idea how that that team is the second has the second best record in the West. None, yeah. none. It makes zero sense to me. Chris Paul, but, give that man all. But I don't know how he does in the, in the playoffs. But regular yeah, season wise, he's. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, he's made Devin Booker like a top fifteen player. Yeah, yeah he's got those. He's got those guys working. But I, I see. I see what you did. You got away from Phillies on purpose, and and, <laughs> and, and I and I appreciate that. Really quick, because we'll, we will talk wrestling. Really quick, the Phillies um, walk up songs have been released this year. Shout out to Alec Bohm, still going with famous with from Kanye West. <laughs> Um, Didi Gregorius continues to rock notorious by Biggie Smalls. Um, I will say though, huge shout out to Brad Miller and Zach Wheeler. Both of those guys come out to plate, come out to the plate to the crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, not 20, a, it's 2021. Not, not a Dua Lipa. No, no, no Dua Lipa. <laughs> um, Roman Quinn, Hail Mary, Bryce Harper, Fat Lip by some 21. I have no idea what that song is. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Oh god. And ride, ride with me by Nelly. So there you go. Those, oh, are your, those are some of no, the I, I mean, songs. I think I, I think a trip to the ballpark once vaccinated is a is is a good is, is sounding like a good idea because man, man, like 
No, it like having fans in the stands. Damn, it makes a world of difference. World on the world. like on the field and on the television because I'm, man, yeah. You like I, I mean, we're gonna segue in, into another sport that thankfully has fans this weekend, but man, baseball needed that. Like no, and like I don't like I'm trying to like get it into baseball this year because man, there's a lot of stars that frankly should be marketed through the roof. Like Otani. Like, shouldn't the world be tired of seeing his face? Uh, uh, a player who bats and pitches? You barely even see baseball commercials. So, I mean, whatever, what? ba- like baseball hey, clearly. When is the last time you saw a baseball player in a commercial? Um, that, that wasn't, wasn't for like Wilkie Subaru. That, was, that wasn't on like a YouTube commercial? I don't know. Or like a local one. Yeah, like or a like, local one. Know. It's been a while. Again, like. I, again, and I, we don't want to talk too much about this, but again, like you, we remember that you know the era, the chicks dig the long ball era. Like you knew, you saw baseball commercials just on regular TV. Just, I mean, they were Nike commercials, but I mean, like you saw them. Nike, I mean, part, shouldn't maybe, maybe Gene, part of it. Shouldn't Gene Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge be on some like billboard where you're just like bash? Oh well, no, I, I know you don't want to reference steroid era, yeah. but like I don't know, do some sort of. Like I don't know, like the bot, like the bash. Bro- oh, sorry, you know. I got you. Like, I got no. you. Yeah. But like I mean, it seems like there is no creativity in Major League Baseball to make these dudes like. Well, one, I just don't think. I think in general, baseball doesn't want their dudes to stand out. They want the teams to shine, which is a stupid philosophy. I, I, I mean, like you should know who Fernando Tatis is. You have tons of st- like you have like dozens of stars all over the all over the country like you have stars in new york you have stars in philly you have stars in san diego you have stars in toronto i mean like outside of the country like you have star like just about every team except for the pirates like it has a star like, you have guys Mookie Betts is in one of the biggest markets on the team who won the world series shouldn't he be on i don't even know who is i, I after this I'm, I'm gonna see what he is endorsed by because he has to be endorsed by he should be endorsed by like 10 companies yeah i think i beats by dre maybe maybe that's it <laughs> All right, we got like four minutes left, so we're going to do this WrestleMania thing really, really quick. But WrestleMania 37, the showcase of the Immortals, two-night match card coming up this Friday and Saturday on Peacock. There is no longer the WWE Network. So those of you who have Xfinity, you have Peacock for free, and you can watch WrestleMania for free. Well, for free, you pay cable, but you can watch (laughs) it for free. No additional charge for that. So there's two nights. However, Peacock is all janky, and you can't rewind and fast forward. So if you want to watch a match, you better watch it live, or else you have to wait till the next day. Anyhow, I don't know if you looked at the card. Night two obviously looks a lot better than night one. Um, there's only a couple. There's a few matches that stick out to me. I don't know if you had a chance to kind of look down this. Yeah, no, card. no. Yeah. Like I've like I'm decently excited for WrestleMania. Like I think for the first time, the non-title, the non-title matches for me have more appeal than the title match. Really? I'm excited to see guys that haven't gotten and like I, I wish I had more time. Like wrestlers need their WrestleMania moment. It's almost mm-hmm. as important as titles. Mm-hmm. And this is a good chance for dudes like Cesaro who's been like like just like a dude with the company forever. He gets his WrestleMania moment. You right. get KO Sami Zayn, dudes that wrestled at like a bingo hall, quite literally in bingo hall. They're gonna wrestle at WrestleMania. That's awesome. And then you got, and then you got like I don't. I, I mean, to have like like two two black women like main event of WrestleMania is awesome. Like I, I mean, and you're gonna get that. And then you get, I don't even know what happens in the triple threat match. So like you know what? And thankfully there will be fans in the stadium. Like I don't know, like like singing Edge's theme. Yeah, I believe there's gonna be twenty five thousand fans down in Tampa. Uh, for both nights of, of WrestleMania, like you mentioned, like the, the match I'm looking, I'm actually looking forward to the championship matches probably the most. Again, the the Sasha Banks Bianca Belair match on night one, um, for the for this uh, SmackDown championship should be should be pretty pretty awesome. Um, again, like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, I mean those guys have wrestled all literally all over the world for, <laughs> for years, and they, they they never really have a bad match. Um, so giving them that showcase on WrestleMania. Um, in at WrestleMania is going to be is going to be pretty amazing, um, but again, just shout out like just shout out to like you know you know a lot of you know African American like a lot of black dudes, a lot of you know even and and women of color, Oscar, um, just getting getting their shine in WrestleMania. I mean, oh, but know, I thought Vince McMahon was the devil. He Vince is the, he is a devil, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I mean, like I, I, no, but I think WWE doesn't get enough credit for actually like highlighting the diversity and making it important. It's not just like, I don't know, throwing it in your face and saying, hey, here's diversity. 
right. they are like saying, yo, we're putting these like these folks in premier matchups. I mean, you gotta you got a black WWE champion. You know, like Bobby Lashley has a strap. He stinks, but he has a strap. Yeah, like, no, like, I, like, but he gets like, and and it shows like I'm seeing these people on like the Rich Eisen show now. Like, I mean, like it's it's wild to see the level of exposure that being on the Peacock Network gets you. Yeah, Drew McIntyre was on uh, ESPN's Get Up on Thursday, which was a little oh, weird was? to me. Yeah, which was a little weird to me. Um, yeah, so you know, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting uh, two night WrestleMania again. We'll talk all about it next week on the show, the good and the bad and the bad bunny. Well, with the match I'm probably looking forward oh, to for the second most um, <laughs> bad bunny. Look, it, it's gonna be look. Vince isn't hey, stupid. Vince is about than, the money. Hey man, it's better than bringing back Tyson for the 80th time. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're dodged that bullet. And then, of course, this is, this is WrestleMania, so who knows if, if random people are going to show up. Um, I really wouldn't be surprised um, to see who's, who's going to show up um, at WrestleMania. By the way, hosted by Titus O'Neil and the anti-Titus O'Neil Hulk Hogan, um, <laughs> which should be pretty amazing. But we'll talk about that next week here, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy the Masters, everybody. as low as 1.04% APR for 36 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Napa know-how. At Napa, you don't need to be a magician to pull 20% savings out of thin air. All you need is a bucket. Yep, you can magically save on three or more items with a $2.99 Napa bucket. So use whatever magical catchphrase you want, like Abrica Bucket or Alica Savings or Bippity Boppity Bucket and save 20% today. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Tap the banner to learn more about Napa. At participating locations, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 4 21